0: Welcome to seeing it this way. It's been a very long time. I've moved since the last seeing it this way was recorded. Um, I'm back in the Midwest, in Wisconsin, probably leaving soon. Um, Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, yes. Still in the Midwest, just somewhere else. Although Wisconsin is great and everyone should come here. Uh, Yeah, so today I am with my BFF, Josh, who has somehow not been on this podcast yet. Do you want to introduce yourself or not? It's up to you. Uh,
1: Sure, I can do that. Um, My name is Josh. I live in Chicago. I used to play in bands. Now I don't really do that anymore. Until, I mean, I will play in bands again. of hopefully many varieties, DBH. Um, But specifically, specifically, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about the big and rich album, <laughs> Horse of a <laughs> Different Color. Um The what? 2004 album featuring the hits um, Wild West Show <laughs> and Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy <laughs> is so foundational to <laughs> the land of emo. Emo, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it has not yet been covered on this podcast.
0: Well, thank God you're really crossing off that, that checklist, that really oh, yeah. foundational album. Yeah. I know. I mean, maybe one day this can be a country crossover, although...
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, farm emo, as they call it.
0: Yeah. Femo. Yeah. That would not be me doing that. But someone else no, would.
2: Probably not. Yeah,
0: it'd be no. appropriate. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that wasn't, it's not my culture, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah, that was Josh, and what he didn't say was that we're probably going to start it, or have a Josie and the Pussycats cover band, so be on the lookout for that in the future. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, oh yeah, my God. Trying to, trying to not give too much away.
0: Oh, okay, fine, we're not doing that, yeah. scratch that. Um, okay, so today we are discussing... Uh, a band that um, I think a lot of people would not consider emo, really. Although, oh, yeah. like, certainly I think they are. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so we're just going to get into it. So, we are talking about the band The Weaker Them mm-hmm.
3: Through buildings gone missing like teeth The sidewalks are watching me think about you Sparkled with broken glass I'm back with scars to show Back with the streets I know Will never take me anywhere
1: Winnipeg's finest.
0: Yeah, I think I I always knew they were Canadian. I like had this, you know, it's like this feeling, you know, when you hear a band and you're like, they're definitely oh, yeah. Canadi- Canadian. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah, that's all of their teams
1: are like distinctly Canadian.
0: Yeah. You talk about very, like
1: hanging out and watching curling. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not an American thing to do. Um. So Josh chose this album and mm-hmm. luckily I like it <laughs> and Thank I have some God. things to say about it. I mean, I would really not want to do a podcast where I did not like the album the person was talking about. So, yeah. Unless so it was, like, is...
1: a, like, a like a hate discussion. Like, if you just wanted to, like, argue with somebody. Like, it was an album that you knew very well, but just, like, did not like. I could imagine having some fun discussions that way.
0: That's, yeah. No, I mean, that's fine. I guess it depends on who it would be, who it would be
1: with. Oh, yeah. It's, the guest would be more important than the the album at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so uh, Josh chose this album, which is Left and Leaving, um, and it came out in 2000. So old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Feels old. Uh, and oh, top 50 Canadian albums of all time. It's in sixth place from some oh, magazine. What's in front of it? Well, uh, I don't know, really. <sighs> Now I have to look. I'll look. Ugh.
2: Okay.
0: Ugh. Oh, oh no! Fun fa- it was only from oh. that year. It was from a year. Whatever. Okay. Oh, no. huh? Okay.
1: Uh, fun fact: the 20-year anniversary of this album is my wedding day.
0: Oh my god! You're getting yeah. married on July 25th.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, already the anniversary, <laughs> so it's just going to become like a wedding anniversary.
0: Wait, that's amazing. Are you gonna? Yeah, I was gonna say you have to play a song from that.
1: I don't It seems entirely likely that'll happen now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's sweet.
1: Yeah. I don't know what song on this album would be best for like a
0: wedding, but. Oh my God! My favorite chords. Come on.
1: Oh yeah. Well, that's what, well, that's like my least favorite song on the album.
0: Oh. <gasps> oh my God. Okay. We're gonna get into that because that's my favorite mm-hmm. song. How dare you? Yeah. Well. Ah. Okay. Wow. Okay, we'll get into it's nice it. To talk to you um, again, <laughs> lovely to speak to you. I talk to Josh a lot, but not about random things for a sustained period of time. So yeah. fun. Um, I'm already upset. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I've been listening to this album a bunch this past week because again, like I said, I it was more I knew about half of it but I had never listened to the thing as a whole. And it was, like, really, I was, like, happily surprised. Um, and, I, and I think, too, that, uh, like, in high school, because a lot of these songs I, I downloaded in high school, like, I liked it. And I certainly, like, lyrically, it's a, it's beautiful. He's, like, an amazing lyricist. Um, mm-hmm. But just generally, like, I think I am much, con- like, I connect to the, lyrically, like, the, I connect to it so much more now as an adult. Like, I think it's very... Oh, yeah. It's very adultish in like the feelings it evokes I think. Um, like now that I'm 30 I'm like yes I am leaning between past and present
3: tense. Weaning on this broken fence between past and present. Tense.
0: So I, I feel like I I appreciate the lyrics a lot, like, now. And, like, looking back on my 20s, like, it feels very appropriate. Um, yeah. So that was my first thought as well, now that I'm old. Um, yeah, I think,
1: like, having, like, life experiences has made a huge difference in so much of the music that I, like, came up listening to that I used to really appreciate so much on, like, a sonic level. Um, that now I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's like a very good description of what that feeling is like. So it's cool. Yeah. This is one of those albums.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um yeah, and I well we can get into it too, because this is getting specific. But also I will say, like, especially as compared to um, you know, like more like third wave email, like the like a lot of the the podcasts I've done in the past has been, you know, we've done taking back Sunday, we've done brand new, we've done Saves the Day. Mm-hmm. And like all those things, you know, like meant meant a lot to me and still do. But, you know, don't like as a thirty year old, I'm not like, you know, it, it just it it hits different differently. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that. I revisit those stuff out of like nostalgia, not so much out of like yeah. looking for something to, you know, to yeah.
0: lean on. Yeah. yeah, Exactly. It's like nostalgia. It's like catharsis, but it's not like introspection anymore. It's not like yeah. I'm not, like, gleaning any new kind of emotions out of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm, like, glad I'm doing this one. And I've been in kind of a weird, like, sad place recently. And I was like, oh, oh great, yeah. perfect. <laughs> perfect.
1: This is very fitting.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, like, thinking about, like, leaving, et cetera, et, yeah. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, okay, so I'm just, yeah, we'll get, we will get into it. Uh, actually, this is a good question. Question, especially because the Weaker Thems are not like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, a traditionally seen as emo uh band. So, why do you think that this album would kind of fit under emo?
2: Oh,
1: I feel like this album fits under it because it's like the lyrics are one so poetic, which is mm-hmm. so emo. Yeah. Um, and so much of it is like talking about what's something like I relate to as like Midwestern kind of way, even though they're not from the Midwest, they're from like north canada uh but it feels very midwestern to me uh but also there's like so much talking about like reminiscing and looking back on relationships and like wondering how things might have been different wondering where people are at now uh, as people are feeling similar things to you and just like it's like searching for connections which i think is like a big thing that does occur in emo music
0: yeah yeah i totally agree yeah this album is super emo I couldn't see how yeah. anyone would argue against that. <laughs> yeah. So I think so I'm glad we're doing this. Um, I will say I feel sad because I don't think we've done any. I've been like trying to get my friends who like, I have a friend who like wants to do Riley Kylie and I'm like really trying hard to make that happen. Mm-hmm. You could have also done Riley Kylie, like whatever. Um, yeah. And, and I was trying to get a friend to do Raynor Maria. I was trying really hard to get beyond this white, this white man thing. Yeah. um hasn't happened yet <laughs> but it will yeah. it will
1: there's uh, plenty of time
0: no yeah and and like statistically as white, speaking
1: there's so many more like white men emo bands to talk about
0: so. no i know like and we're like critiquing them i think appropriately and also like and and of all the white men i think you know john k or whatever his name is yeah is it's like, like a pretty it's a pretty good one i think so god i hope so <laughs> i would feel so sad like learning he was like a piece of shit or something that would be so sad. Yeah. um yeah so josh when did you kind of first hear this album
1: i'd heard bits of it as i was like going backwards through the catalog um over the or then but honestly like the first time that i was like it like hit me that there were songs on it that i liked a lot was at max bar when i saw little american champ cover watermark and i was like oh i like this song a whole lot
3: i count to three and grin you smile and let me in we sit and watch the wall you painted purple speech will spill on space our little cups of grace the pauses rattle on about the way the
0: Followed you. I <laughs> they covered Watermark?
1: Yeah, they did, and that was one of their. Is like one of the first Little American Champ shows, I think.
0: i was gonna um, say that must have been that was before I moved there, right? Because I would have remembered that. Uh,
1: probably this was in 2010,
0: maybe. Oh my God! Yeah, no, I was in college. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's yeah, so, so cute.
1: Yeah, it was. And that was um yeah you know, it, it was a nice thing to see it was I know it was at Max but I don't remember what else happened on that show um, but I remember them talking or mm-hmm. announcing they were about to play a weaker than song and I, like head starting to turn and like people walking over who had been sitting at the bar ignoring them
0: um, <laughs> so that, yeah
1: it was a nice it was a nice thing to see
0: they were like oh shit we got to sing someone else's song okay. <laughs> Get them in here. Um, yeah. Wait, that's adorable. Also, just for some mm-hmm. context, for some full circle, both people, both the main people in Little America, actually, oh, no, no, sorry, the two main people in Little American Champ have been on my podcast. Uh, uh-huh. Johnny and Alex. Johnny did Fall mm-hmm. Out Boy. Alex did Jawbreaker. Uh, Jawbreaker. Which I was drunk and barely knew that album, and it was oh, whatever. Yeah. Who cares about it? <laughs> yeah. Well, don't say that to him. Sorry. <laughs> that one was. That one was sort of not argumentative but i was definitely like uh-huh yeah mm-hmm. okay um yeah so they've been on my podcast that's really cute um i love that watermark was a song i also was one of the first songs i heard from uh, them that's as one well mine was it was definitely earlier for me but again like it was sometime in high school i think i yeah. really liked i liked a lot of canadian music um so i probably was just like okay canadian indie or whatever um, also, I'm just looking up the year that Wedding Crashes came out, just to like, okay, 2005. Oh, yeah. 2000. Uh-huh. Um, that was
1: another first way that I came across that album before I like listened to the album. Album. It was like
0: super went, random. Yes, yeah. my
1: my freshman year of college, the first my first freshman year, I guess, um, the first time I went to college, I was yeah. a DJ <laughs> at the Michigan State uh, radio station, and they just had like this wall of CDs.
0: You were an and, impact DJ?
1: Yeah. On um, like Tuesdays and Thursdays, depending on which semester it was. It was only for a year and then I did not go back. Um,
2: Aww.
1: Yeah. No shade to the impact. I love the impact, but I just, I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, I would have my like three hour shift where most everything was like programmed on there and didn't require a whole lot from me. aside from like, be there just in case something happened and to like occasionally read like PSAs or like make snarky comments uh, between yeah. songs.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so I would spend a lot of that time either doing homework or not doing homework. I didn't do a lot of homework my freshman year. Um, just like ripping CDs from like their library on my computer. And I was also at this stage, like carrying a, a portable hard drive in my backpack and like plugging into all of my friends' computers when I went to hang out with them and like taking stuff from theirs.
2: Um, yeah. And then I remember
1: coming, coming across a side and, like, the album being listed as Wedding Crasher's soundtrack and being like, <laughs> the fuck is this?
0: Uh, and then
1: liking the song a whole lot. Um,
0: so. so I heard it in high school at some point, right? So I had some some songs downloaded. Not the whole album. I had, like, some from their first album, Fallow. I had some from this, some from Reconstruction Site, kind of, like, all over the place. Um, mm mm-hmm. And, but I knew a side very well, like a side was my favorite. I knew it super well, probably because like, it was a very immediate, very catchy song that I like latched oh, yeah. onto. And like, and yeah, very pop. And like, and lyrically it was, you know, every line was like a good away message line. Um, um Actually, I mean, I, like now that I'm looking still like looking today at the lyrics, I'm like, I wish I had an away message. I could put these lyrics on because <laughs> they're oh, really yeah. good. So yeah. Okay. So let's get into it. Um, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that we don't talk about every song on the album, but we talk about a lot of them—the ones that we feel strongly about. Uh, and like I was saying, Josh earlier, there are a few songs here that I don't particularly care for, but mm-hmm. Josh does. So I guess we will talk about it, <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I guess vice versa. We have different, yeah, different uh, favorites on this album. Which is true. I mean, that's actually I think generally probably true of most people. On um, on the the old podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And a general note, what I was going to say too is that uh, I was thinking about this, um, the lyrics and kind of the general themes of this album, and I think they're actually sort of. It reminds me of Transatlanticism, which I have done on this podcast with James, mm-hmm. who was mm-hmm. in a band with Josh. <laughs> um, cool. Game. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool, Jimmy. And yeah, I don't know. Like it was just, I think because they're both like really lyrically, I think things that, things that, that speak to me, I think are are very specific moments Mm -hmm. like around places or around, Mm -hmm. you know, like really not like mundane, but kind of everyday things that happen, but then you like write it, write about them in this poignant way. And I think transatlanticism, I think Ben Gibbard does that super well. And I think that, um, John Kay or whatever in this album also does that super well. And it's a lot. It's very, it's also very place based, like a place based feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's also very appealing to me generally because I feel very strongly about places like places I've lived, places I consider home. Um, Like I feel very connected to places and like, Mm -hmm. obviously because of the people in those places, but also just like, yeah, that idea of that place, Um, not just location, but also, you know, time and who is around and, And Josh and I talk about this a lot, like when we lived in Michigan together, it was this very perfect storm of like, I don't know, just this like really like wonderful few years of like a place that felt like home with all these people around. And it was just this constant, like comforting kind of thing that was happening. Um, So, yeah. So I feel like I feel very connected to that kind of part of this album.
1: I agree. I was thinking about that a lot over the last couple of days as I've been like doing like a close listen. This is one of the albums that is oftentimes sonically right up my alley. So it's like very easy for me to just put on and like sing along to without actually like thinking critically about like what words I'm like saying along with John K. Sampson. Um, But like listening to it again, it's like, oh my, he's like got such a way of like bringing these small, you said, you said and then discarded the word mundane, but I think that is like an apt descript for, for these things, where it's like they are very everyday, and there's like small moments that are just like reminiscent of like a much larger thing. Um,
2: uh, as type, he's very yeah. good at that,
0: yeah. Uh, also, I thought about even with like because he's a leftist, and that definitely comes off as I listen to actually the lyrics of the song, the song, mm-hmm. um. And the first song, it's like wage slaves, forty-hour work week, <laughs> and I was like, "Dang!" For our Labor yeah. Day playlist, this would have been good.
1: Oh yeah, um, I thought about it honestly.
0: Really?
2: But
1: yeah. only, but it's like only that lyric. <laughs>
2: um, well,
1: that like that first half of the verse. Um, yeah. Not really the rest of it. I don't. I also don't think it's like, anthemic. For no. context, can we explain what playlist we're talking about?
0: Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we're getting into it. We're segwaying into the first song, which, which is called Everything Must Go. And it seemingly is exclamation point. And it's pretty much just about a garage sale.
3: Garage sale Saturday. I need to pay my heart's outstanding bills. A cracked up compass and a pocket watch some plastic daffodils cutlery and coffee cups i stole from all night restaurants
0: <laughs> um, is it though well maybe not i mean it's about a lot of things
1: i don't i I think it's using like garage sales as like a metaphor. A
0: metaphor. Okay, it's a metaphorical yeah. garage sale. Yeah, I think. He's looking. Yeah,
1: I think. I think John K. Santon is trying is, is like talking about all the things that he has around. Yeah, like that surround him that like remind him of like a past relationship, which is why like his asking price is stuff like, I would give it to you for like a phone call from far away with a hi, how are you today, um, which is, like, and at the end like. It just says like "or best offer," which is mm-hmm. very cute.
0: Um, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's a metaphorical garage sale. You know? Yeah, it's like he's yeah. looking at all this like stuff that's mm-hmm. reminding him of all the things. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. You're right. But uh, it's I had it. I ha- I was not really familiar with this song, but upon re-listening, um, I love this song. I think it's a great first song. Um, oh yeah. So I also love how yeah. the
1: bass like changes Comes in
3: in the second verse. I don't
1: know, it's more dynamic in it, like, and it's also just like a really well like orchestrated and like arranged song. I think yeah. they are very good at this type of music.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Josh can talk about music theory all he wants or whatever he's going to do, but no, but I agree. Yes, yeah, I agree. It's like a dynamic song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's kind of that, I don't know. It's like clearly like kind of sad, but also like very, mm-hmm. like appe- it's very appealing to me. Like it's not like, a, it's like there. They're, they're, they there's a bunch of songs on this album that are like kind of long, like six minutes. And those are like, to me, just like straight up sad. Um, Uh or like kind of more like low key. Um, but this is not that
1: (laughs) like, no, this is like kind of wistful if anything.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's very appealing to me. Yes. It's appealing to me sonically, lyrically. Um, yeah. I just love all the little tiny, just like all the details, right? Like the, like the coffee cups I stole from all night restaurants. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like stuff that's like super relatable and also very specific or like, you know, whatever, like a razor that my father bought, the puke green sofa, just all these like little kind of things. Um, but I think also kind of represent like, kind of as you're growing up, you're probably like eventually slowly getting rid of those kinds of things. Um, mm-hmm. But you're still like feeling sad about it for lots of mm-hmm. reasons. But mm-hmm. yeah. song so. also
2: has
1: like a, a, a real note of like looking for a hope, which is, I don't know. Yeah very emo too
0: yeah (laughs) recovery
1: recovery comes to the broken ones comes to mind
0: so this is great really good opening to the album 10 out of 10 love it um okay shall we shall we move along sure yeah to the hit
3: me metered lines and one decisive stare the time it takes to get from here to there my ribs that show through t-shirts and these shoes i got for free i'm unconsoled i'm lonely
1: Oh yeah. The first hit of the album.
0: Also I love I'm always on genius when I'm on here and the 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 about this song is the navel gaze of twenty somethings everywhere. <laughs> Which is like <laughs> like okay.
1: Yeah. Which is so fitting because like I like listening to this album and like like jotted down some thoughts along with some of the tracks. And this one in particular is like this reminds me of Living in Lansing. Which is very fitting for the navel gazing of a twenty-something.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, right. And again, this is the song that um, I I I I latched onto immediately. It's it's meant different things to me. Like I always thought it was such a such an easy thing to relate to, and like just I mean, across across various phases of my life, like I've 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 latched on to different lyrics in this song. Um, mm. But, again, it, it has, yeah, it definitely feels way more appropriate now, like, throughout, yeah, like, my 20s. And now as, you know, like, a 30-year-old still trying to, like, figure stuff out. Um, so definitely different than um, than when I was a teenager. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and just, like, the I'm unconsoled, I'm lonely, I'm so much better than I used to be. I was just, I was so obsessed with that little, little, little few few lines for no, so you long. talk about
1: Talk about an away message.
0: Yeah, tr- truly, truly. That and then the chorus, it was like fre- a frequent, uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it really is just this really, really, I don't know. Like, I just love it so much. I love it. It's a song, yeah, about growth and like reluctantly like growing up and like figuring out figuring out your shit. And like sometimes it sucks and it's like mm-hmm. it is lonely. And like sometimes you will not be consoled but like you still know it's like the right path you know like i just love that that makes me feel makes me feel happy <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. so yeah. and it's
0: like a very upbeat upbeat song like
1: yeah it's i mean it's know. so up it's like an up-tempo pop punk pop
0: yeah, um, yeah.
1: with a nice little bridge
0: yes the
3: bridge know. is it's a good so bridge. good yeah circle navigate this body Wonder and uncertainty, armed with every precious failure, an amateur cartography. breathing deep before I spread those maps out on my bedroom floor.
1: It always like makes me. It makes me think of Buster Bluth and his trying to learn how to make maps whenever they talk about <laughs> <amateur> cartography. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah I, like I,
2: that.
1: I, yeah, I think that's awesome. Like another really cool metaphor of like making maps to chart your way forward based on the knowledge that you have of the past.
0: Um, Every precious start. failure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Every precious failure. Um, oh, that'd be a good like <laughs> metal band name.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree. I also
1: I love how this talks about like change because another song that I would like to touch on later also talks about change, but in a way that's like doesn't. It seems like it's kind of like stalled and not happening the way that you want it to. Um, but I love that this change feels like successful for for the narrator, and that he can look back and say that he's in a better spot than he was.
0: Yeah. Or yeah, they're in a better spot than they were. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, yeah, it's like kind of that's kind of all you can ask for, really. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, just really, I just love, I really love everything. Like, just yeah, the terrified of like just again like mundane things in people's lives yeah, that was like, like very anxiety. real. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's anxiety. Yeah, like that reminds me of what is it? Motion City soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I do
1: know what you're talking about.
0: Everything is all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, like mundane anxieties. Um, mm-hmm. So that was that's great. And just like yeah, I just like some of it's kind of like like you could say like some people I'm sure are probably like oh that's you know like part of this is like corny right like in love with love it's and love poetry.
2: It's,
1: earnest. it's very
0: earnest. Very earnest. No, this I mean, is I like love very it.
1: young twenty something. Yeah. Hearing like. Yeah really like kind of like sappy pop punk songs and like feeling it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And because just like, like
1: the, drunk in a basement someplace. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah, exactly. Um Yeah. And just leaning on the broken fence. I just still love that. Like just that picture. I just really, I still like that no. a lot. Um And yeah. And the kind of the, yeah, like with the maps and mapping it out, it's again, like kind of. Very geographical. Located. Yeah. Geographical. Right. Circumnavigate. Um. Yeah. So I like it all. I love it. I love it. Um. And it ends on seeing my imperfect offering," which I was like, "Yes, it's just so good." I don't know.
1: Oh yeah. Um. That to me is like, uh, like hoping and offering whatever, hoping however you can, and like offering whatever you have to like be a better person. That's.
2: Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah that's exactly. How
1: how John K. Samson does it is he writes writes these songs.
2: Yeah, and
0: Good for it's... him.
1: Also books because he like runs a publishing company.
0: Right, I did learn that today. Yes, yeah. he makes no money off of it.
1: Oh no, it's like impossible to, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and and for real, I just it's still mind boggling that it's on the Wedding Crashers soundtrack, and I really would <laughs> love to know who who involved in that movie like decided to do that.
1: Yeah, um, um, in that amazing. movie, is it like, in, is it in the movie or is it like in the credits or something like no,
0: that? No, it is just in the credits.
1: Oh, never mind. I was thinking about using that for the movie soundtrack. Um, rats. No, I'm for
0: sorry. Yeah. Topic.
1: Yeah. I'll have to that would barely more. count. Yeah. Yeah. No, it specifically says nothing that was used in the credits. It has to be okay. like a, something like in the movie, like a an important part of the movie.
0: Okay,
1: okay. All right. Just pop All that out right. idea out the window.
0: <laughs> Sorry, did ruin that for you. Um, yeah, so that was a side. Get it. That that hit. Um, okay, and I'm assuming you did want to talk, you did talk a little bit about Watermark, We can keep talking about yeah, Watermark. Yeah, I mentioned it. Yeah,
1: there's yeah. probably a little something to say.
3: Yeah. I've got this store-bought way Saying I'm okay And bright, we're lonely and tight. We found some lovely ways to disappoint. But the airport's always almost empty this time of the year. So let's go play on a baggage carousel.
0: Yeah, I, I like it. I think.
1: Yeah, it's a nice mid-tempo bop. Uh, yeah. a little bit of a, a change from the up-tempo bop that precedes
0: it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I like the lyrics a lot. I think I like the mm-hmm. lyrics more than I like the song, the sound of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, but like, whatever. Yeah, it's good. Like, I just, yeah, just, just the way he phrases things, like how those furious affections followed you. I just, oh, he's yeah. just such a such a good writer. Like he, just yeah, the way alliteration.
2: he. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Like just, just yeah. The the way he. Yeah, but he, like, constructs phrases and puts mm-hmm. words together is really, yeah, very poetic. Um,
1: yeah, and, you know, like, in, like, the line right after that, that starts the second verse, like, I've got the store-bought way of saying that I'm okay is, like, also one of those lines that hits me whenever I hear it because it describes, like, a very generic and inauthentic way of, like, saying that so well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That whole, that whole verse, I definitely very much relate to. It's like, cause I have been, like, I have done that. I have cried in total silence many times oh, yeah. and
3: you yeah, got it. all of
0: those. Yeah. I mean, and just, yeah, like talented, bright, lonely, uptight, finding ways to disappoint. Like that feels, yeah, that felt very real to me and like, yeah. And like in my relationships um, with, Partners or friends, like either way, just mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's definitely when I'm kind of like feeling down and relationally struggling with someone, I feel like that's a very real, uh-huh. relatable verse to me. Um, like, it always it yeah. feels lonely. I feel uptight. <laughs> it feels disappointing. Uh-huh. Probably have cried. Yeah.
1: So. The song feels like a reflection on like a relationship for people that have like a long history and a lot of like shared stories and experiences. Yeah. And, like reflecting on like little moments from that.
0: Yes, totally. Um, yeah. And the, yeah. And the lonely and uptight thing, I think, I don't know. That's just, yeah. Like, I feel I just like relate to that super a lot. This is very, when I'm like really like peak Capricorn or something, I feel like I can like come off as uptight when I'm grumpy Mm-hmm. And then I feel lonely really easily. So it just like was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that's like when I'm at my worst. That's like those are the words. That are me. Yeah. So yeah. It's a it's a good one. I like it. Again, I think it's yeah, forever relevant, I would say.
1: Oh yeah. I honestly I love this song.
0: Is it your I, favorite? I, I
1: le- no. It is not my favorite. But it's one of, <laughs> probably, it's probably in my top, it's my top three on this album.
0: Um, yeah. Okay. And the next song is like the lefty song.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like the blade and lefty one.
0: Yes. Literally called Pamphleteer. here. <laughs>
1: For a long time, I did not like make the. I like assumed it was like for some other just like lefty cause. Because I knew that John K. Samson was in propaganda, um. So I like knew that he was like lefty ish. Yeah. But I just assumed he was like I don't know flying for something, but which I I, I mean it could be just like a general lefty cause. It doesn't have to be like specifically something related to like communism or something like that. Um, but it just seems likely based on the references in these lyrics to Marx and like famous socialism songs.
0: Yep, solidarity forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um and wait, and yeah yeah, yeah. and the weaker thems.
1: <laughs> Literally Oh yeah, they're the band. weaker than being in it. Yeah. I think and that... that's
0: part of the solidarity forever line. So.
1: Yeah, yeah I don't know if that's related or not. I'd be curious to uh inquisit Mr. Samson.
0: I would be I would I would just say it is. I'm just gonna say it is.
1: Well it I feels bet. like that that would be them like saying that they are the force that is weaker than the feeble strength of one. <laughs> Which does not feel like it feels like that would miss the point of it for me.
0: No, okay. But I'm saying they probably were like inspired by it and thought it like oh, yeah. cool. I do
1: it's a good phrase.
0: Yeah. Um, it is a good phrase. Yeah, yeah, I like this song. Um, and again, didn't really think about what it was about, but yeah, mm-hmm. clearly, clearly yeah. about being a lefty.
1: So yeah, to me, it was just like a, I like ascribe this to being like another like relationship kind of song, but yeah, as I like contextualize the passage that i used to like get hung up on this is clearly not about that and it's literally just like trying to hand out flyers to people and, like, <laughs> yeah. and then like being ignored or yeah. having like awkward interactions but the line that yeah. is like i don't know what i should do with my hands when i talk to you and you don't know where you should look so you look at my hands. How i don't
3: know what i
1: I was assumed that was just like having like kind of awkward conversations with a partner or something like that. But yeah. no, it's really like having this interaction with somebody on the street, um, which makes so much more sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, this this song is is, is definitely ge- geotagged with a, so a specter is haunting Albert street, which is a Marxist mm-hmm. little thing. And then also Albert street apparently is on, the, one of the main streets in Winnipeg. So
2: Oh
1: yeah, the I think the Mark's thing is a Spectre's haunting Europe. Um so this was yeah. him just like yeah, stealing the Spectre's haunting. Yeah.
0: Very local. Hyper local. Yeah. Um
1: It's also just like yeah. a sad sounding or like a melancholic sounding song, which It is Emo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Emo left song Emo it's, number thirty. Yeah,
1: there's not enough. Like blatantly lefty emo songs, I think.
0: No, it's really fucked up. That's what we should try and find more of them.
1: Yeah. Ooh, that should be a playlist idea for the next iteration of Music Week.
0: Yeah, I bet you My Chemical Romance has songs that could be considered lefty. That's my first thought. Probably. Like more than like, like any of the other ones that are in that
1: wave. It could be baby boomers singing about how teenagers scare the living shit out of them. Because Gen Z is going to eat them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. Panic at the Disco, maybe, too. Eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: okay.
0: Sorry. We, We'll I do some
1: digging.
0: I've been listening to a lot of Panic at the Disco lately. I mean, yeah. Probably.
1: There's probably some, like, folks out of, like, maybe, like, uh, like the DC hardcore scene, though. We'll like like, oh, for
0: sure. Emails. Yeah,
1: there's got to be something there.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but I don't have, like a depth of knowledge about that catalog to discuss after research.
0: Same. All right. Oof. Okay. All right, well, I'm ready to move on.
1: Oh, yeah. That's, you got nothing else that I need to say about that?
0: Okay. Um, I really, again, I really like this next song a lot. The, this is a fire door, never leave open. Um, yeah. Wasn't this super is- familiar with it.
1: This is my favorite song on the album. The one that I always wanted to cover. This is if I was going to cover a Week of End song with a band, this would be the one that I'd want to do. Mhm,
0: mhm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very beautiful song.
1: Yeah, this is the, also the one that I was like talking about. It was also talked about like personal changes.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but in a way of like, it's a lot of. It's so easy to like talk about changing, but it's like hard to actually. Make those changes in your life. Sometimes
0: straight lines, circle. Sometimes I love oh, yeah. that. Love yeah. That.
1: So you know, if you you don't make an attempt to change, like eventually you're, something's gonna. Or maybe if you do change, you're still gonna come back to the way you were at some point. Um
0: mm-hmm. Well, this circle. I like some
1: like galactic geometry. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <Love laughs> geometry. Yeah. Well, I like that it's all straight lines, circle. sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: Maybe, oh, that could be, like, a birth-death kind of thing, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true.
1: And death, yeah. email.
0: <laughs> there we go. Number four, number five, I don't know. Um, yeah, really just, like, so much about this is so, I don't know, like, sympathy is more than just a way of leaving.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Someone's making plans to stay. And then, like, the, like, Nice tears out those sloppy seams like that whole part too it's so good so good
1: oh yeah and then they also like come back to that in that pre-chorus where it, he talks about um like threading a needle and like tailoring stuff
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: ties um, it all together stitches it right up
0: yeah it's great yeah i love the yeah i love that thread haha throughout yeah this album of like yeah, yeah it's a good trying point Jamie. To... <laughs> um, yeah, and then, and I just I love the like I love this place, the enormous the sky in the faces, sky, yeah. hands that I'm haunted by, why can't I forgive these buildings, these frameworks labeled home I love
3: this place.
0: I would say I'm just thinking about this right now. Yeah, this one feels very family to me. Like with the mm-hmm. whole like forty years of failing, like that I feel mm-hmm. like you be like a like a parent or something and then it's like
2: yeah.
0: you know, and and it's like, you know, how parents fuck up and then it's like this generational, right? This like kind of pattern and
2: mm-hmm. and how
0: does that play out and then and then I did was reading an interview with him that he like grew up in the suburbs and then mm-hmm. moved to the city and it's like very different so i feel like this feels very like a suburban you know like the enormous yeah. sky the faces i'm haunted like all that so it feels yeah like a very
2: mm-hmm.
0: like kind of you know like you want you needed to escape it but also like
2: yeah you yeah
0: it's like it's your home
1: yeah, it, but i think yeah is like i've left home and now i'm like looking back at like my relationship with my
0: parents i mean who doesn't do that Right. Oh so, yeah, that's right. like
1: a, a hugely crucial step to like becoming like a grown up. I think is like yeah analyzing those relationships
0: right, like reckoning so, with mm-hmm. your upbringing and your parents and yeah yeah that's okay. a good one. It's really good. Um, yeah,
3: Shout I will out, say I love my
0: parents. <laughs> you have good parents. Yeah, my mom's okay. That's all I got. Um. Okay, and I will say, I don't have as many things to say about the second half of this album. Not like we're there yet, Mm -hmm. but like we're almost there.
1: No, it's pretty front-loaded.
0: Yeah, it is very front-loaded.
1: The second half is still Um, good. I like a lot of the songs, but I've got like things to like touch on, I think, but I don't think there's a lot of like in-depth stuff for me. I also briefly want to touch on Without Mythologies, though I don't, I'm not looking (laughs) to like analyze it, I just want to like touch on the idea, like the how the song is like made, because that's something that I really love. Of like, it's, li- it's just like a poem that has like musical accompaniment to it, which is something <laughs> that I love.
3: Soft breeze, the slippery concrete, black and full of muddy slush, contrasting with the hoarfrost clean and hung. On a tunnel of silent, shivering trees, the ones you said you'd like to be, and the birds that screamed at the sun. Now buried deep below the ground Beneath the snow I press my shoulder to this wall Between us I
1: don't know There's like some lines in here That I think are really great um, This is not a song that means a lot to me And it's a song that If I'm going to skip a song on the album It's probably this one Because um, I don't I'm not always in the right kind of mood To take it in um, But I love what it is um, There was a time when I used to play in a band where I really, I was trying to like convince the other people to do a thing where we like worked with uh, poets that we knew who were in our, in our area and like have them bring in some of their stuff and we would like write some sort of like musical accompaniment to it. Just to like kind of like have like a backing track kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and this is like the song that like inspired me to like want to do that. It never happened, but yeah. I like the idea. Cause I don't know. That's how accessible poetry is because you don't know, like you don't need any equipment to do it aside from like, the language.
0: Oh yeah, no, I mean no, that's a, that's a great idea. I do love, I love that idea. I no, I'm like, right. The idea of the song is good. I don't really like the music, but like yeah. Oh yeah, I obviously. mean it's not like
1: a musically interesting song, but I think it's just like to provide like some sort of soundtrack, to the reading.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. I just feel like when I. When I was listening to this at work, and I was kind of like, because mm, I wasn't like, mm-hmm. I wasn't like actively, I was like passively listening, and it's like you probably can't passively listen to this, so it wasn't no, like a pleasant. It, yeah.
1: The music yeah. is not a, really important to this one at all. Though I mean, I do like I enjoy like the the sounds that are in it, but I don't think they're like any of it is crucial to the song. Yeah, I think this is just like a text with with sound
0: behind it. All right, left and leaving like the rest of the album is about leaving (laughs) Um, and his relationship with Winnipeg
3: like
1: a scene that comes up in John K. Sampson's lyrics a lot. I think he likes stuff like this DIY kind of stuff.
2: Oh, DIY, yes.
1: Yeah. There's a a song on um on Reunion Tour where he talks about like um I just wish I were a toothbrush or a like a solder gun. Make me something somebody can use. Oh. Yeah. Which is I'm, I fucking love that song. I've tour is an album, like a whole other album for me in
2: okay. terms of All how we right. relate to
1: songs. But
2: right, but I'll yeah, listen. that's
1: something that comes up. Also the new words for old desires is like trying it seems like trying to restate something that you've like asked for before. Or maybe it's that or just like learning new ways to talk about things. I don't know. I was I puzzled over that. There's a, a genius.com <laughs> annotation, but I don't know if it if it fits with the rest of the song. That was only from 20 days ago. I wonder who was editing this 20 days ago.
0: Yeah. That's I mean, I know who it
1: was, Sam Oxford, but...
0: We should reach out to Sam. Yeah.
1: Where did you get this information?
0: I know. Because they, they throw out around the word abusive, which is, is like a big yeah, word which, to use. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would say that. I mean, based yeah. On the lyrics. Not to
1: say that it's not, but I mean... I. That doesn't seem no, to fit in wholly with the rest of the context for the song.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna need some more uh, some more evidence for that that leap. Mm-hmm, but um, yeah, new words for old desire. Yeah, maybe you know, kind of going with the theme of the album album of like learning new things about yourself or about about your past things. So like, yeah, learning new mm-hmm. things and then applying it to old things. Yeah, this is good. I don't have that much more to say. I definitely, like, had this song downloaded, so I definitely, like, had listened to it at a similar time as a side. Um, Mm -hmm. So, like, high school. Although I certainly, like, did not super-duper connect to it in high school. Oh, yeah. Because how could I? So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God, Motion City soundtrack does a cover? Of Left and Leaving? Yeah. Genius is amazing. On the right side it says written by, recorded, cover by, left and leaving by Motion City Soundtrack.
1: Oh yeah, I did see that.
0: What? Motion City Soundtrack was the other band that Josh was maybe gonna do.
2: Yeah.
0: But then didn't because I didn't want to do that album. We'll look oh. into it later.
1: Yeah. Okay. I do want to hear. I listen I've listened to Motion City do covers before. They like released a a cover split with the band Limbeck. I don't know. Are you familiar with Limbeck?
0: I know who they are, but I don't care yeah. about them.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. I like one album of theirs a lot. Um, I haven't listened to them aside from that, but I like that album in like a fun road trip listen kind of way. On to, to my favorite chords.
3: Yeah! They're tearing up streets again. They're building a new hotel The mayor's out killing kids To keep taxes down And me and my anger sit Folding a paper bird Letting the curtains turn my favorite song in
0: chords. Here we go. I love that it's the British spelling. I think when I first had this song downloaded, I was like, "What's going on?" With that? Like, I don't know.
2: <laughs>
0: so classic American centric bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but no, I thought it was cool. I was like, "Ooh, bougie." <laughs> so that was my first thought about this song. Okay, this song. Um, I just, I love a good song that comes towards the end of the album. That's just like a, it's like a, because it's not the closing song, so I won't say this. But to me, it was like the closing song. It's like a closure. It's like a, it's like a lullaby to me. Yeah, it's a very Yeah.
1: melody and chord progression, too.
0: Yeah, and, and there's so many things I like about this song. I mean, it's my favorite weaker than song, I would say. Um it's just it's just immediately it's immediately appealing to me like just for so many reasons I don't even know it's like it kind of like stops me in my tracks like I used to on my iTunes you know like shuffle my whole 10,000 song library or whatever I did um mm-hmm. and then when the song comes on it's like if I'm passively doing something I would have to stop and be like ooh I need to listen to this now Um, Like, it's not a song that I want to be in the background. Like, I want to, like, absorb the song when I hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It's really, it's, like, very, to me, it's, like, very romantic, um, but Mm -hmm. in kind of, like, a weird way. (laughs) Um, Again, kind of construction, tearing up streets, you know, mayors killing kids, And, and I will say this again appeals to me especially right now because i'm like very frequently angry about like the crap that's going on in the world and then it's like Mm -hmm. you know me and my anger sit folding a paper bird and then like then like i'm gonna you know and then you get home from work and then we're gonna like do things you know Mm -hmm. and that's gonna yeah like I'm, i'm keeping all of our tenderness and keeping all of our hope and it's just like this beautiful idea of like the world is so shitty, but like there's this even within that, like you're connecting with someone else, right? And like finding these moments, um, like even though you're both, you know, like you're a flawed person, you're angry or whatever, you're a faulty string of Christmas lights, um, but like in connection with other people, like you're more than yourself, like you're part of a whole. Um, I don't know, I just love it. Like I love everything about it. Um, yeah, I'm
1: happy this you have really- such
0: a strong feeling about it. I know this <laughs> song exists for you. <laughs> Thank you. Again, becoming like was always like a meaningful song to me. Just because lyric, again, lyrically, like the you are a radio. Like I've tweeted about this too, but the you are a radio verse. Like even when I was in high school, I thought it was super beautiful. Well,
3: you are a radio. You are an O. Christmas lights, you swim through frequencies. You let that stranger in as I'm blinking off and on and off again. And we got a lot. So, so let me pretend
0: again the older i get and the more i'm like frustrated with the world the more i like find solace in connection with people um and like just songs that represent that for me i'd like it just like yeah i just love it i love it so much it's like i'm a faulty string of weights and like we're kind of swimming through things and you know interacting with strangers and i'm blinking off and on and off again so, like, maybe I'm flaky, maybe I'm kind of moody, maybe I'm, you know, like, whatever, all these things, but, like, um, I don't know, but, like, they're still there together. Like, I just, yeah, I love it so much. Um And I love the last line to, like, sing me a story I haven't heard yet. I just love it. Uh, so That's if you great. haven't heard this song, please listen to this song. <laughs> I don't care if you don't like it as much as I do. It's just a beautiful song. And I thought you would like the that this reminds me of you, the two lines of bring your Swiss army knife. <laughs> and uh-huh. I'll bring some spray paint on your deck of cards. Just saying. That's Josh. Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm not I'm not against this song. <laughs> I don't dislike the song. It's just my least favorite song on the album. Because, you know. It strikes with me a piece uh, so uh Almost like two on the nose, emo in a in a lot of respects. In oh a way my that
0: god! Like,
1: in a way that like I don't always like my emo music to be. Um, like it reminds me of like it's like kind of cheesy to me in a way that it's not. It's like I think the lyrically it's beautiful, but I think like sonically it's just I, it's not my cup of tea. Okay, and that, that's all it is. I got I have nothing against it. It's just it's just not a song that's up my alley on this album of other other songs that i love so much
0: okay just i it. respect your opinion i angrily respect no. your opinion
1: we should put that on a button or you should make t-shirts for this podcast I to say i angrily respect your opinion <laughs> but if, <laughs> if, is, it's, if it's all people it's mostly people talking about albums that both people love
0: right so it's not There's yeah. not a
1: lot of disagreements here no also, there's a cover of this one by the the fellow from the Wonder Years.
0: Oh, okay. All right. And
1: his, like, acoustic side project.
0: Well, I hope it's good. I don't know. Yeah. I'll listen to it. Yeah. yeah. So, and then Slips and Tangles is the last song, like, whatever. Um, but I did actually use some of these. I forgot. I used some of these lyrics in my mind. which ones. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, which one? Okay.
3: This is the first two. Neon lights and slinking purple skies. Squeeze out soft regrets from all lies.
1: Very high this song. is a, I think it's a beautiful song.
3: Yeah, I don't d I don't dislike it.
1: Yeah. By the way, yeah. good album, definitely emo. Yes. Checkmate definitely emo. Hard slash emo.
0: Yeah certainly email fuck you every person that runs that um okay so yeah left and leaving weaker than great some some lefty messages in there by marxist john k samson or whatever his name is john Mm -hmm. k samson um yeah okay so uh what would you tell someone to listen to this album
1: what would i tell them is like if i were trying to convince somebody to listen to this album I would say the weaker thans are a band that captures like such small moments of everyday life and attaches such great meaning to them and the album Left and Leaving Left and Leaving is probably their finest work of doing so. So if you're into that kind of thing, you should listen to it.
0: Yes. Yes, I agree. It's poetic. If you like poetic lyrics, um musically it's pretty good. I think it's generally appealing. Um, yeah, yeah, it just, it does feel very, like, it just feels meaningful, just generally, like, just anything without weaker than do, it's just, I don't know. Um, yeah, I agree. That's probably also what I would tell someone. And then I would say, have you seen Wedding Crashers? <laughs> that would be my, that would be my opening salvo. Have you seen <laughs> Wedding Crashers 2005? Okay. Do you know Vince Vaughn's <laughs> music thing?
1: Yeah, we should find out.
0: Okay, I'm sure if we Google it, it would come out. And like some yeah. stupid interview from like 2000. Maybe maybe
1: Vince Vaughn has a last FM.
0: Oh my God, I looked at my last FM recently too. Ugh. Yeah, so did I. I'm sad it doesn't, mine doesn't update anymore. I feel sad about yeah, it. Yeah, mine
1: hasn't since like 2009. Yeah. So like, it's like very yeah. much a time capsule.
0: Yeah. Like um, like
1: theological record of digging up stone, you can see what was going on when I was 17 to 19.
0: Okay. Also, Vince Vaughn's newest movie, because the top stories are he's going to swap bodies with a teen girl in a new movie. So I wonder
1: whose idea that was.
0: I don't know, but it's gross.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, that's it. We're just keep... I don't know. Yeah. We're just, we're just meandering. Um... Yeah, thank you, Josh, for finally doing this. Uh, My pleasure,
1: Jamie. Thanks for having me. You've been a wonderful host.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. You've been a wonderfully um, informed guest. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to say? Anything you want to plug? Anything you're liking lately? Um, Let's
1: see. Well, I just recently learned that the Talking Heads are a good band, so.
2: Yeah,
1: if you haven't.
2: Where um, have you been?
1: Like, there's like one of those bands that I like. Heard like the the famous hits, and I was like, oh yeah, I like these. But so then, like, since listening to literally everything else, I'm like, oh wow, these. This is awesome. I like this. whole it's
0: Good. Lot. Their albums yeah. are good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm very into it. Um, yeah, I don't have anything to plug, but I also have been really into the band The Open City. Recently, out of Philly, featuring a lot of uh, punks of notoriety.
0: Great, cool. I like. Don't even know what I've been listening to. Could not tell you. Like probably Taylor Swift. So there we go. Um, uh, it's been on in our apartment a lot. I mean, I like it. I'm probably going to do Taylor Swift at some point on this freaking podcast.
1: I do not like it, but I haven't like listened to it. I just heard it. Playing, but it does not make me want to listen to it.
0: Okay, fine. I was gonna say give it a chance, but also it's fine. I also just want to plug. Um, I hope everyone votes in the primary, and I hope that you vote for Bernie Sanders. Sorry, I'll do it. That's it. Yeah. That's my other plug. Whenever this comes out.
2: <laughs> Reluctant as well.
0: I hope you don't vote for Joe Biden.
2: I will
1: come to your house if you do.
0: Josh will, will come laugh. to your house.
1: And I will say, why did you do this?
0: <laughs> and he can be very judgy. So,
1: Yeah, I have a good passive-aggressive kind of demeanor sometimes.
0: Yeah. Disappointed parents is what I would yeah. like to go for. I not have done that. Yeah, um, on okay. that note, I'm
1: I'm going to go to bed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh needs to go to bed. I also need to go to bed. Um, okay, well, yeah. Thank you for doing this. This was great. Weaker Thems are great. Um, yeah, have fun at work tomorrow. Um, this has been seeing it this way, and I hope to do this again before another year passes. <laughs> <laughs>